Welcome to episode 182 of Cowboys Ride for Free, the podcast. I am your host for now, Philip Slavin, Joel Pinfield, still on paternity leave. Him and his wife had their beautiful baby boy. So if you uh, get a chance to go hit him up on Twitter and say congrats, really excited for them. Joining me today, because I'm not going to be doing this by myself, because that's the last thing you want to listen to is me just ramble on about football myself. Uh, the great CRFF grandfather himself, Robert Wetzel, uh, the picks from Joe's. Maestro joining us today to recap <laughs> Oklahoma State's second straight uh, survive and advance victory, twenty-seven to thirteen over West Virginia. Robert, let's just hop right in here. Just now that we've had, this, we're recording this late on Saturday. We've had some time to process the game a little bit. How are you feeling about today's or Saturday's performance? Uh, it was an improvement. I, I mean, it was an improvement. Um, I, I think the the thing that just comes out of this for me and, and in watching all the other football, you know, from today <laughs> was uh, we're no longer do we take for granted uh, the time spent in spring practice, uh, the time spent in summer workouts, the time spent uh, uninterrupted in fall workouts. Um so I, I think it gives us, it should give us a newfound appreciation for the amount of time, not just for the players, but for also for the coaches. You know, you had Casey Dunn as a new uh, OC. So I just think that kind of that's what I took out. I tried to take out of today was, looked, what, did it look like we'd kind of want it to look like? Yeah, but it was better than last week. It was, it was, it was definitely better than last week. Yeah. So that's kind of what I I walked out of there today. Look, when you got it done, when everything wasn't perfect, and uh, and you know it's it's like survive in advance this season. I mean, it it was going to be better this year. Obviously, we would hope. Um, or this week compared to last week, you actually had a healthy quarterback for the whole game. You didn't have to play musical quarterbacks with three different guys taking snaps. Shane Ellingworth was the guy from beginning to end. So that's it's a nice uh, change from last week. And I thought, I mean, I don't know. Um, the offense looked better, I think, a little bit. <laughs> offensive line, but the, I think you still have problems with offensive line looked okay. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is still just seems off. I'm not sure that J.D. Brown uh, or L.D. Brown hasn't monstered Chuba and stolen his talent and is now turned himself into Chuba because L.D. Brown is playing lights out. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to forgive Shane Ellingworth for the interception. I mean, he's a true freshman. Those are going to happen. He had one. It, it, it didn't kill OSU luckily. And the defense and, and just sticking with the offense, <clears throat> I thought Casey Dunn did all right. I think he did. Okay. Um, I, I, I think this offense still has a ways to go. And of course, this is not the offense we're supposed to have because it should be Spencer Sanders under center for Oklahoma State. And, and until he gets back, I think that there is a lower ceiling on this offense than it will be than, than what we'll have when, when he's back playing quarterback for Oklahoma State, hopefully soon rather than later. But I just, I don't want to like nitpick too much. And I just felt underwhelmed by the offense especially in the second half where it just felt like the defense was doing everything it could again to keep Oklahoma State in the game West Virginia had figured out to just hit OSU in the middle of the field 
uh, over and over and over again. It was working, and and there was a there was a bit there until they got that last touchdown to to push the lead back to fourteen, where you started to kind of get a little worried. Was OSU going to be able to hang on for this win, or were they going to let it slip through their fingers? And I just, I mean, props to the defense. They were great again today. They are the reason Oklahoma State is in these games and winning these last two games over Tulsa and West Virginia. But I, the offense just it considering how we felt about the offense coming into the year, it's still got a long way to go before it gets anywhere near that. Oh yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. And you know you're not going to be able to live on the defense doing that all year. There's a point at which the offense is going to have to make some plays. I mean the defense. If you if you keep at it the way they've kept at it these first two games, the defense isn't going to live through the season. They're just they're just going to get they're going to get beat down no matter how good they are. Uh, they're going to get beat down. Um, I agree with you. I thought the play calling was definitely better than it was last week. It actually started to seem like it kind of had a little bit of a like a flow to it. Um, I just I hate when they when it's just so obvious that they're going to be conservative. I oh, hate it. Yeah. Uh, but it, but there are, you know, look, I mean, Gundy, I'll give him that. He's conservative. He's playing the odds. He knows he has a good defense. And so he's saying, look, we'll do this, but we're not going to, we, we're not <laughs> going to do anything crazy. I, I almost tweeted out after the Illingworth interception I said, well, that'll be the last pass play we see the rest of the game. <laughs> and, it, and it just about was. I think he might have only thrown the ball. I think he might have only thrown it once more, maybe twice after that. Um, but all that uh, – the, the, the only thing I really would take issue with from – look, the choice to be conservative is one thing. Poor – play choice given you know the struggles you have with an offensive line the one thing OSU would seem to be able to do running wise you know they they seem to be able to run the ball more forward like you know just let's hand off and go downhill uh, and they seem to at least have a little success at that during the game um, and third and one play where uh, LD Brown got stood up just short mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that I was like, why are we running a play that looks like we're choreographing a, a halftime show of cheerleaders dancing in the middle of a football field before we hand it off? I mean, it was just, it was such a slow developing play on a play where everybody in the place knew we were going to run the ball. So that was, I mean, some of that, uh, I think we'll get worked out. I think, you know, that Casey Dunn's learning a little bit here and getting his feel for the flow, but man, oh man, Chuba. I, I listen, we're not there. He's a good kid. Okay. He's a good kid. He's a solid kid. His body language to me, at least these first, two games until that touchdown run to end this game his body language to me says i, I i'm just not going to get myself dinged up and get through this season and go to the nfl because i decided to come back and then gundy wore 
shirt and now I'm pissed off. And <laughs> I don't know. He just, man, it's, it's, he doesn't, last year he ran with authority. He's not running with authority. Well, uh, let's, to be fair, um, I, I'm not sure how much of it is he's checked out and how much is he has not been home since what, January? He literally hasn't been able to yeah. go back to Canada. Yeah. He has not seen. You don't know family. how any of that's affected him. So yeah. you take everything that happened this summer, um, the continued effects of that, both from how people are treating him on social media, how we don't know what's going on in the locker room. They haven't really let us in. Right. So we don't know what the locker room is like and how they're with him, what his relationship is like with Gundy and the coaching staff. He hasn't been able to go home to see his family. I mean, I think that I think everything that has happened this offseason has taken a toll on him. Because how could it not? How could you not feel the amount of immense weight? And we're talking, we're talking about a kid. Like we can we can say, well, he's da 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 da. Still a kid. He may be a mature kid. kid. He may be a kid who's about to make a lot of money. He may be a kid. I don't care. He's still a kid. Um, I think sometimes we forget that these they're in college. They're, they're kids, folks. They're remember what you were like in college. Just because these foot, these guys are football players, doesn't suddenly make them uh, un, like mature adults. So right. that's a lot to put on a kid. And yeah, and then he has struggled out of the gate. He has struggled, and people have pointed it out, and people are talking about it. And I'm sure that's just adding to it. And I, my hope is that that touchdown, that that it was a, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty easy run for him. I, he didn't really have to do much to get in there, but it was a nice 23 yard run. Pretty much open field. I kind of hope that that might help rejuvenate him, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, he hasn't looked himself yeah. to the point that, and I'll, you know, you look at I'll, that, you look at that yeah, last ahead, drive. Bro. That last drive, uh, they Desmond Jackson finally got some run, three runs in that drive. That last touchdown drive they got, they ran Desmond Jackson, the Daniel Delta Brown, and they ran Chuba. But like, they're they're trying to mix things up. Obviously, they're trying to take some weight off his shoulders. It feels like some extent. Oh, and to your point, uh, they ran. After the interception, they ran 18 plays on offense. Five were pass attempts. Uh, 13 oh, there we go. were runs. Okay. Um, and yeah. I, okay, so he threw it more than, than you, you would think. Right. I mean. Than it felt like, I guess. It was all pretty much Tylen Wallace <laughs> and, and Tay Martin, which is fine. I thought both, yeah. you know. Yeah. We can say the same thing about Tylen Wallace. Like, Tylen Wallace has been good. Tylen Wallace is making plays. But. I am now granted in Tyler Wallace's case, I think it's more to do with the offense. But again, with Chuba, you're also dealing with the offensive line issues they're dealing with yeah. and the new OC. Um, how I, 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 I think for Chuba, I think he'll get back to where he has, to what he is because we know he is a good running back. There's no question yeah. about that, but I don't care who you are with everything that's been going on. And you can say, well, that's his own fault or whatever you want. That's fine. I don't care. The kids had a lot on him, his plate. And yeah. I'm hoping he Well, I, I would back. modify my statement in that. Sure. Yeah, I'd modify my statement in that. Not to say that, that I, because again, he's a good kid. I don't think he's the type of kid to mail it in. No, 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 no. Right? But he definitely is off. You know, we say back home and, you know, whenever. He's off his, he's off his feed. He's, he's lost his juice a little bit, you know? He's, he's, he's lost his mojo a little bit or something. Um, and like I said, like, I agree with you. Hopefully that touchdown, you know, kind of maybe gives him a little zip. I mean, you got Desmond Jackson because Chuba put the ball on the ground. 
that was that's that's two why we got Desmond Jackson. In fact, two two straight games he's had a fumble. Yeah. Right. Well, and and twice today. Yeah. That was twice uh, on similar plays where where he doesn't have the ball protected and a guy's coming in with the hand from the backside and poking it out. So uh, so we got a Desmond Jackson sighting. Um, Tylen Wallace. <laughs> that catch <laughs> on that last drive. I didn't know people could jump that high. Holy cr- and then get your foot down. <laughs> that was I mean that was just how about that last drive? Set over 7 almost 7:45. Yep. Off the clock. You got helped by I think one major penalty was pass interference uh right out of the gate you got uh, help yeah second and nine uh Illingworth incomplete to Tyler Wallace uh his past interference and they moved it forward but everything else I mean it was it was bit by bit yeah. by bit a four yard run three yard run four yard run one yard run uh completed pass for no gain Tylen Wallace 14 years four yard run pass for five yards two yard one five yard run one yard run False start. LD for 18, and they went backwards, fumbled and recovered, and then Shuba ran it in for oh, three. Oh, God. What's what's going on with uh, our – I don't know if Rye Schneider's been the one responsible for the bad snaps, but uh, there have been a number of odd errant, you know, snaps uh, for the QBs I, these two games. I, I think Schneider is – struggling um but schneider missed was out for part of the game and and tyrese williams was in now I, I i think williams has been a little bit better than schneider but they're sticking with schneider again how many i mean schneider was out for a while so you're already down two of your starters who you started the season with um he's missed some games from being beat up i just this offensive line it's not just that the offensive line's not been great it's already beat up like an offensive line that didn't have depth to begin with is already yeah. beat up. Like it's, this is going to be a problem this whole season. And I mean, you are, yeah. you are knock on wood. Tevin Jenkins going down from just being like, all right, we're just going to put four, just put 10 people here as the offensive line. Here's our quarterback. Here's our running back. Let's just, that's just how we're going to have to play this game because we don't have anything else to do. Uh, it's yeah. It's a, it's a struggle that's going to keep being a problem all season for them. Well, hey, look, we had we we ended up with despite those struggles, we ended up with two running backs over a hundred yards mm-hmm. in the game. Um, I I'm going to go out on a limb right here, and well, two observations: one, Illingworth's going to be good. That kid is going to be good. He can make all the throws. Um, he 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 sees you know he he doesn't he, you know he's not the best at seeing the field yet because he's got to grow into the role, but he's looking for all the throws on the field. Right? How many times do we want to see you know? I mean, he hit a couple of little zingers over the middle today where he threw a nice zipper in there when you needed to. Mm-hmm. He can make the throw outside the hash. He throws a really nice deep ball. Yeah, Dylan Stoner um, should have had that one early in and, the game. Yeah, he's got to hang on to that. And 
I am amazed at how comfortable Illingworth is in the pocket. His pocket sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, sli- he's sliding around in the pocket and, and escape. I mean, he has really, really good pocket sense for a kid who's a true freshman in this thing. I mean, I think he's give him time and everything works out well. He's going to be really good. He might be good enough soon enough for us to have, a, you know, not, I'm not talking this year, but he could be good enough soon enough that you might start to have a little QB controversy. I mean, I still think the, That's my, the offense's ceiling is higher this year and probably still going to be that way next year with Spencer Sanders, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, that's, Oh yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. That's um, my only other observation here, the defense. Oh boy. You, you've got four potential NFL players in our secondary. And that's not the best part of the defense. Mm. I mean, no, oh, the front seven. The, the front five, those guys were all over West Virginia's backfield. If they didn't have some tackling issues earlier in the game, I mean, they, they went through a, a period there where uh, Lenny Brown was, I guess, you know, had a tearaway jersey or was <laughs> greased up or something. But uh, – they couldn't, they couldn't get him down, but they lived. They were living in West Virginia's backfield all game. Daggy, doggy, doggy, daggy, daggy. I mean, he was beat up by the end of that game. Five sacks and nine quarterback hurries. Ooh, and how about that hit he took earlier in the game in the gut? I was legitimately oh. concerned in the first half that Daggy wouldn't make it through the whole game. Like yeah. some of the hits he took, I mean, they were clean hits. They weren't, they weren't, they weren't dirty in any way, shape or form. And he hung on to take them. And I thought legitimately like, are, is he going to make it to this game? Or are they going to have to go to, to their backup? Cause man, hand it to him. He's a tough little SOV for some of the hits he took. Oh yeah. He took a ton of hits, but that, Listen, the secondary, other than giving up that long TD, uh, Rodarius Williams, holy, like he was glued to whoever he was on. Mm -hmm. He was just glued to him. Um, I I mean, the the defense is good. I mean, listen, they're going to give up yards. It's the Big 12, and uh, West Virginia is not terrible. You know, Daggy's Daggy's a good uh, quarterback, and they've got some they've got some talent, and they you know they caught us on those slants. That's playing aggressive, uh, but really minus that long touchdown pass, man, they were they were, oof, they were tough. Yeah, and look, we've we've said all along with with Jim Knowles' defense, like you're going to give up some big plays. Um, that's kind of part of it. Uh, it's going to happen every now and then. That's how Tulsa scored, and that's how West Virginia scored. But otherwise, when you you gave up two field goals in this game, and you got into the red zone and stiffened up and held them back, um, I think I think the the middle of the field, yeah, they they struggled with the slants, um, and the tackling wasn't as good today as it was last Saturday's. The Tulsa game tackling was just oh, a masterclass in tackling. Um, 
you knew there was no way they were going to absolutely repeat that. That's just <laughs> that's just not how things work. Um, but they were still pretty solid. Um, they still kept things pretty well contained. I thought the defensive ends are great. I thought the line did okay. I thought I thought Brown and the running backs for West Virginia did some did some decent damage, especially early. But again, like there was a I want to say a bend don't break, but it just it it they they held them down because in the, the end of the, the second half of that game, the defense did when the offense couldn't get rolling. Yeah, West Virginia put up yards. They ended up with more yards than Oklahoma State had, more first downs than Oklahoma State had. Yeah, but at the end of the day, that doesn't matter if you don't have the points, and you held them to field goals when you when you had to, and long enough yeah. for the Oklahoma State offense to finally get things rolling enough to put up another touchdown and and escape with the win. And you know it's funny because this is you know last year's OSU West Virginia game OSU West Virginia led at halftime like ten seven and OSU won I think it was twenty to thirteen backup quarterback yeah. you didn't have Tylen but you had Drew Brown so I think you know look again it's still the beginning of the season it's a weird year um, survived yeah. advance I think is kind of the story of this season look OU couldn't do it they lost to what they blew a lead to West Virginia to Kansas State again. <laughs> Texas Tech looked like the ghost of Cliff Kingsbury came back because there's another team that put up 60-something points and couldn't win a game and still somehow lost the game. Uh, oh, I was so mad at them. I wanted <laughs> OU and Texas to both lose. That would have been today. Uh, interesting. That that was my favorite tweet of the day I put out. I said, by the end of the evening, OU football is going to have the same conference record as Kansas football. 0-1. <laughs> I just, like, it's not what we want it to be. And we've said – all along, OSU's schedule should give them time to get ready. You get you get to go to Lawrence and face Kansas next week. Kansas is not great. Um, you 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 can rely on your defense again to to do a good job against Kansas. You should be able to get out of the win, and then just hope that that Spencer Sanders is back and ready to go when they Here, travel to. Baylor let me make let me make a note of that. Let me just make a note of that. Puka Williams will run for 250 yards next week. Okay. Yeah, you think so? Which Puka did <laughs> no, that? We're, we're the as we're recording this. There's about three minutes left in the game for Kansas and Baylor. Baylor's at 47 to 14. Puka has 13 carries for 70 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, they brought in yeah. the, uh, a different quarterback this week. These Jalen Daniels, 17 to 29, 149 yards passing. Yeah, Jalen Daniels. They put a they put a touchdown up like the first drive and then didn't score again until the fourth. Yeah. I and Baylor's returned uh, two. Baylor has returned two uh, kicks for uh, oh, touchdowns. Well, there you go. Good to know. Maybe that'll. Yeah. That's not um, going to happen for OSU. I don't think Gundy would allow it. Um, <laughs> I, I will note on your thing on the, on the conservatism and man. Until that last drop, did it? It felt like they did this against Tulsa too in that second half. Like after a while, you're just like run play, run play, run play, run play, run play, run play. You're like, okay, I know the offensive line's not great, but you're not doing them any favors with some of the play calling. Like play call yes. to your strengths, and your strength right now is not offensive line. Now I thought they did okay; they didn't do great, but they did okay. But at a certain point, like, can we can we not can we figure out what what is going to work? I, Again, I'm trying not to be overly like critical because we're going to have you know Spencer Sanders. We're still figuring things out. You're down two starters. You're you're having issues with Rice Schneider and and you know having to go in and out with Tyrese Williams. I just Chuba's not himself. I I, I do think there's something to like it may not be pretty, 
and it may not be what we want it to be, but okay. I mean, look, West Virginia got one sack and one quarterback hurry. They got yeah. six tackles for a loss. Not great, but I, I just a just lot win. of that. I'm telling you right now, a lot of that is. I think they're. I it, just win is right. They're figuring it out. You're gonna ha- the offense at some point here has got to take some pressure off the defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Period. You can't do this when you in 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 when you come off the idle week and you have a and you four, got four straight, straight weeks of at Baylor, Iowa State, Texas, and at Kansas State, folks. You can't just hope that your defense is going to hold the opponent to to ten and thirteen points. It's not going to happen. Baylor's got a good offense. Charlie Brewer is a really good quarterback. I don't. I know Brock Purdy has not been himself for the first two games. Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. Spencer, uh, you can you can not like Ellinger all you want, but Mike Yersich, the offensive coordinator that you all hated, that I thought was was a pretty good, is doing some great things <laughs> at Texas right now with a ton of weapons. That ain't gonna cut it. At Kansas State, they just beat Oklahoma for the second straight year. I know, but guess what? That ain't going to cut it the rest of the season. Texas Tech can put up some points. They've got some players. TCU's offense did a whole lot more today than I thought <laughs> they would. Like you're, you're, we can win with defense and defense alone. That run of three games ends next week with Kansas. The offense is going to have to figure some things out. I think the idle week for them comes at the right time between Kansas and Baylor. Oh, Hopefully, perfect. Spencer Sanders is healthy for that game at Baylor. I think he might be. That's my guess. I think you hold him out for Kansas. You can beat Kansas with Shane Ellingworth. Um, I just, they're going to have to figure something out. I, there's a, there's a lot of problems to fix. Getting your starting quarterback back is one. Chuba figuring himself out is one. Figuring out what the offensive line, they're doing the best they can. And, and bravo to Charlie Dickey. They really are doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. And they're doing a, a decent job. Like we can sit here and criticize, but what are they supposed to do better? Like, honestly, like how, what are they supposed to do better? Um, right. And you've got to you, you Dunn's got to keep getting better too. Like it's 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 a combination of of multiple things that are hampering the offense right now. It's not one simple yeah. flip switch. Like it's a bunch of different things, and all right. those things are going to have to start clicking if you want the offense to start clicking. And the defense is going to do its best job to carry OSU as far as it can. But OSU's going to have to start putting up more points than sixteen and, and twenty seven because that ain't going to cut it in the Big Twelve when you start facing the better, the offenses that are here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right. And I'll say this, what can you, can you name two things related to the offense that don't need to be fixed that are, that are firing on all cylinders right now? Uh, the wide receivers. Um, no, obviously Thailand. Well, we knew that the, the Thailand was, we got the, he got that other injury has been recovering from it. I think he's doing okay. I do wonder if some of the issues that Thailand is really just issues of the offense as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. I think Tay Martin was solid today. I yeah. think Tay Martin is 
we all talked about D. Anderson. They grabbed Tay Martin late from Washington State. And I think Tay Martin's been good. I think he's been a nice addition. Three catches, 19 yards, but he made some nice yeah. catches. He was a reliable guy. Yeah. I think they have a good wide receiving core. I think you're just kind of doing the best you can with what you got at quarterback right now. I think Shane Ellingworth's done an okay yeah. job. I I'm not as like I I watching him in the sec in the fourth quarter last week, watching him today, I a quarterback controversy doesn't seem like a thing this year no, unless he makes some no, major strides next year, year, not next year either. Like I like him. I think he's got some things that he does that Spencer Sanders doesn't, but Spencer Sanders' athleticism and his ceiling are so much higher so far than Shane yeah. Ellingworth. So I think the wide receiver, like the wide receivers can only do so much. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, the running backs get the ball in their hand. They can go make a play. The wide receivers have to make right. plays, but they also got to have the ball put in their hands. So right. I, I think the wide receivers are doing all right. I think the, I need to go back and rewatch and really pay attention um, and see how the tight ends were doing but from a blocking standpoint. I know that, um, oh, I just, completely blanked on on his name and that's a terrible thing. Jelani had a early yeah. in the game that that touchdown that LD Brown had, Jelani had a, a great block that helped open up that hole yeah. for him to run through. I think Jelani is a really good blocking tight end. I think he's doing a good a, a decent job. Um I really tried to play like a really close attention and I really didn't have kids here like today, which is a fun <laughs> thing. My birthday so my in laws took the the girls. But oh, there we go. Yeah, it was very nice. Happy birthday! Thank you. I got a win on my birthday. That's all I. That and a very expensive uh, alcohol run were all I really wanted today. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you haven't mentioned either one of the things that right now are firing on all cylinders. All right, hit me, hit me, right? Tom Hutton. Oh my gosh. Hutton and Alex. Well, that's special teams. That's not offense. That's one. That's one. In, uh, they're related you, to offense. I said. No, no, don't. That's look. Tom Hutton is night and day from last year. And I thought yes. now I think people overblew how he performed last year, but it is night. And day. It does remind me um, the Texas kicker who is now in Seattle. Yeah, Dixon. Yeah. So his first season. Everyone remembers that giant blunder of a punt oh, that set Oklahoma yes. State up to get the win in Austin, right? I think that was yep. his first season too. Another guy out of our out of Australia who went to the same kicking camp that Tom Hutton did, and then look at what he turned into. There's a reason they went and got Tom Hutton from that place. He had a he struggled right. year one. I think we're actually seeing what the potential for him was so far. Yeah. Uh, and I tweeted this on, about Alex about about Alex Hale. And I'll stand by, I don't mean to overstate, and I don't mean to sound like too much, but for some strange reason, during both of his kicks today, I never felt nervous. And I don't know right. what it is about him. And I don't think it's just that he's five, <clears throat> for, it's, he's, he's five for five. It's, it's, it's eight quarters of action. I don't want to over-exaggerate it. He hasn't missed an extra point. He hasn't missed a field goal. They've seemed... I haven't seen one like, oh, it was so good. It just went through. Like, it's just, there's something yeah. strangely confident about it that I'm just like, oh, we're good. Like, I will be more like, oh, did he miss it? Okay. 
Like I'm not gonna feel like, oh no, he missed one. And maybe maybe after he misses one, he'll be he'll be terrible for two weeks. So we don't know. But, <laughs> right. Like I just feel kind of like okay. Like it's weird. It is a weird thing. To, I haven't felt like this about a kicker at Oklahoma State since Dan Bailey was here. Bailey, that's right. That's I tweeted that out. I tweeted that out. Uh, I think in the Tulsa game, where I said that's it's it's a little too early, but it is too. It's too early. It's way too know, early. This guy, this guy looks. He has the look. Yeah. He he just has the look. He's calm. He's cool. He walks out there, doink, puts it right down. I mean, he had the, his first field goal today curved in through, you know, around the left. But I mean, but it was good the whole way. You know, it was good the whole way. Yeah. I like, mean, it was just like, like you never like you said, was I like, haven't, I haven't, no, nah, we're good. It's fine. We're, we're good. It's good. And they were so, both, they were this both. This is my long. last thing I had. You had a 40 yarder. And how long was the other one? They were yeah. both over 40. They were both 40 plus yards, right? So one was 40 and one was 44. They were both 40 plus? One was 40 and one was 44. Both, yeah. both of them yeah. were from 40 plus yards. And if right. you take and in the, the 44 th- was just oh, right was, in there. It was, it was dead on perfect. And then you take in the ones from last week and he had two, two inside of, the 30 yeah. and then another one from 40 plus. And again, I mean, remember Ben Grogan, we were afraid if Ben Grogan had a 29 yarder, we were waiting uh, for him to either hook it or push it. Yeah. If it was inside the 30, you felt more confident about Ben Grogan from the, from the 30 plus than you did inside the 30. And I just, I don't know what it is about Hale. I just, I feel strangely confident so far. Yeah. So my last, this is the last thing I had in my notes. I, um, what did you think? I'll, I'll ask your opinion before I just crap all over uh, what the guy said. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the comment? It was right before Chuba scored. It was right after the snap that went, that went over, uh, you know, kind of went over Illingworth's head. Yeah. And the play by the color guy, not with shoes. And I can't remember who the guy was. Uh, he should, he should stop at the one and lay down. Is you'd stop at the one and lay down, and I just went, "What? <laughs> Seriously?" And I thought Washusen did a great job afterwards, because uh, he said, "Well, if we had our ESPN analyst guys in here, they would say that if he lays down at the one, West Virginia is going to have a point zero, you know, something chance of winning, you know, four. And if if he doesn't lay down and he scores, West Virginia is going to have a point zero seven chance of winning." Yeah. He says, so OSU's still going to win the game. <laughs> it's one of those statements where it's not that the first guy was inaccurate. What he said was accurate. If you if you do that, the West Virginia will not get the ball back. They have no shot whatsoever of a comeback. Right. Barring some mystery fumble, onside kicks, deep – like the chance of it happening is impossible. Right. Um, but it's also like – like he, I heard him say it, and I was just like, "That's not going to happen. Like, you're not going to do that. Like, that's a, it's one of those things. Right. Like, it's a, re, it's, it's a, it's a very smart thing to say, but it's also a really unrealistic thing to say. Like, he's not incorrect, right. but he's not in. It, it's that this, people do this. Like, I've made a very intelligent statement. You've made a factual statement. You have. It doesn't mean that it was a, a intellectually like a, a good statement. Right. Just because something is correct it would, doesn't mean that. It's right, like it based in reality whatsoever. 
Right. And that, that's where a totally different situation where let's say that, that we had, you know, we converted a first down, right? And now West Virginia doesn't have any, you know, they've used the timeout. It's second and eight. And, you know, West Virginia is saying, well, if we let them score, it's our only chance to maybe get it back, score, do an onside. And so West Virginia parts the Red Sea to let us walk into the end zone, right? Well, that's what happened. And, I, you know, with Chuba in the game, I mean, he wasn't going to stop after, you know, he's had a couple – a rough couple first games. He wasn't going to stop. But, yeah, that – it was not incorrect, but I was like, that's not going to happen. Right. Like, <laughs> so, I, I would be, so, there we are. Like, I would also be like, oh, cool, so we're just going to not score and we're going to win 20 to 13. I mean, it's a W. Again. There's something strangely <laughs> unsatisfying about – it's also – I think it would be different if it wasn't uber conservative Gundy. Like it's the most like boringly conservative play possible of like, we just sat down at the one and the game was over. Like, no, if you can score the touchdown, just score the, like put some points up, make me feel better. Okay. Just make me feel better. Put up points, be done with it. Cause they also like, okay, they have like no time to score two touchdowns. The game's over. Oh no, they scored seven <laughs> right. more points. Uh, well, now you've given West Virginia no shot. Like, stop. Like, I don't. There, there's the crazy things happen in football. We saw what happened with Texas and Texas Tech. There's you're not coming back from 14 down in less than a minute. No, it's not gonna happen. Right, not gonna happen. I and say now, that, and then it'll happen. Now we're ready in four weeks. Yeah, and then it'll happen. <laughs> oh, um. So now we're jacked. Now we're ready for the next episode of our time. I'm going to be honest. I'm behind because they were boring. They're boring. Uh, maybe they're mm. better now. Maybe. And again, I'm behind because the preseason, the pre actual games one, they didn't touch on what happened this summer at all. They skimmed past it lighter than a pair of Victoria's secret panties on display. Yeah, they didn't. Window. They didn't. Yeah. They, yeah. They, it was obvious. It was nothing. They were boring. The first few episodes were boring. And I don't have a lot of screen time right now. So if it's <laughs> going to be new episodes of The Boys or Ted Lasso or the boring OSU documentary, <laughs> I'm going to watch The Boys and Ted Lasso. Yeah. So th it does pick up. Good. After the first. Uh, yeah, it does pick up. Not doesn't pick up a ton. But then the episode about last week. And the Tulsa game yeah. was was good. Good. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll so now I'll, I'm now I'm I'll catch back up. Yeah. Look, I watched a lot of the Kansas one that they did because they did Kansas first last year, and it was interesting. It was inter It was, but like once they basically skimmed over what happened with the OA insert and everything, and almost didn't address it at all on the show. Like they barely yeah. touched. they touched yeah. it like it was a blip, and I'm like, no. No, I, I like. I also don't believe you're going to tell me anything interesting now. You're just gonna right. you're gonna put on a puff piece, and I don't. I'm good. Like I, I I literally cover OSU for fun, and like I don't. You're not telling me anything. I'm good. Thanks. Congrats. Thank yeah. you for spending five minutes with my or ten minutes with Mike Gundy, bailing hay with his dad. Like that's neat. Well, it, we're in it, year fifteen. It did man. Feel like Show me something that matters. <laughs> 
Right. There were a couple of there were a couple of uh, Gundy speeches in there that I felt like, hey, okay, this feels this feels like this was set up. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's set this up and let him have an opportunity to you know sound presidential or whatever. You know, um, I could I could do without some of that, but the the players letting the players talk a little bit, um, the position coaches. I love hearing from the position coaches. Um, so yeah, the, the, the one, the last one was uh, about the, the win over Tulsa going into the game and, and then the win that was, it was decent. It was decent. You'll probably still be bored and you'll need to go watch, uh, Jack's big music show or, or, you know, what? the backyardigans or something like that. Okay. First off, is that not on? I don't know. Is what, that, is that not on anymore? I don't know. What, kids? I don't know. what. Uh, no, no, no. First off, our kids shows are Sesame street. Uh, which I will watch with her. Uh, Daniel Tiger with my, which my wife does, because it's, it's a good kid show. But I'm just like meh. Or uh, or Bluey, which cracks me up. <laughs> oh my lord! I will, I will, uh, I will have to forward you video of my son dancing and singing to the backyardigans, uh, so you can understand. Yeah, YouTube it. You'll see Jack's big music show. Jack's or music the show. backyardigans. Okay. Or the backyardigans. Yes. We'll do. That's, you, 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 you'll at least have to check that out. It won't be any less boring or more boring than the first three episodes of our time. <laughs> Which can we, can we also just state the name of the show is terrible. It's terrible. It's, That's awful. Is that the best they could come up with? Really? Well, especially going into this season where you knew everything is going to be sideways. I didn't even know you're going to play football for heaven's sake. Yeah. So anyway, that's terrible. All that's right. it. That's all I got. I'm good. Uh, I can't think of anything else. Uh, Kansas coming up this Saturday, Oklahoma State, with an opportunity to go up 3-0 on the season, 2-0 in conference play. Sitting atop the conference standings there. Sitting at the top, 2-0, 1-0 in conference play. It's kind of a nice way to start the year, especially since OU hasn't. Um, <laughs> survive in advance. Survive. That is the name of the game this year, Survive in Advance. Uh, we'll be back again this week. My, I say we, myself. Uh, we'll have a nice Kansas preview. Uh, I've got a really good interview that I'm very excited about. That's already in the can, so I can actually tease it and know that it's not one of those things where I'm going to tease it and then be like, well, I said we were going to do it, but then it fell through. It's already done. There's no takesies, backsies. We're good to go. But I'm thrilled about it. So uh, we'll be back again later this week. Uh, Robert, where can everybody uh, check out all the uh, awesome stuff you do and the fun things that you tweet about? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Robert W underscore OKST. And if you haven't figured out by now, whatever I tell you to do in picks from Joe's, you do the opposite. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at OKTXAR poke. Uh, that would be mostly my Oklahoma state stuff. Uh, of course you can follow my other show, the 1012 podcast, T N number 12, the word podcast. Uh, I also would suggest you don't follow my picks on our Thursday episodes. Uh, but they're still worth a listen. So, again, we'll be back this week. We'll get a Kansas preview. We'll get a decent guest. Uh, got another fun interview I'm, ready, I'm really excited about. It. I think you guys will like. And uh, we'll talk to you then.